welcome to the Live Dev Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Orm, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. Let's hear who it is. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Grogu, my very own Grogu, my Build-A-Bear Grogu, and he's sat here with me, and we're going to watch chapter 15 the believer so let's get everything set up and then we'll do the commentary i hope you are ready so i've got it set up uh i've pressed play i've gone back uh to zero 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 so ready in three two actually hit play when i say go okay so three two one go don't skip the recap previously on the mandalorian i love how timura morrison talks as boba fett i wonder where grief is at this point hi lily Well, yeah, I wonder what. I wonder. So, uh, not a fan of that episode. Yeah. Kind of like, let's recap to this episode that you really didn't like. You gonna enjoy it? No. <laughs> so then, here we go. Lucasfilm. Hi, Lily. You wanting a lot of fuss tonight? Did you know that Dad's watching Mandalorian and talking to people about it? You just want fuss. Yes, you do. So, welcome to the mind builder. The Junkyard Planet itself, can't remember the name. Those uh, 8080 cranes that we saw uh, in Chapter 11. And a New Republic security droid. When it was walking, I was like, oh my god, they've got a K2 droid. But then, let's see, keeps going, keeps going. And then, it's not. And it's upsetting. Oh, look, he's already in it. Okay, granted, this is the... third or fourth time I've watched this. So, actually, I do enjoy this episode. Um, I just wasn't a fan of uh, Chapter 6, The Prisoner, um, which really introduced... Uh, which introduced uh, Mayfeld... Into the story. This scene is just like, oh my god, stop saying three, four, six, six, seven. <laughs> yep, again. Again. You could, you could do a drinking game with that and you'd be hammered. <laughs> 
I love the fact that he's like, oh, yeah, tell me what we're doing. Tell me what we're doing. He's like, well, mate, you've just been released from prison. <laughs> why are you being so, uh, you know, why, why are you giving hassle? Oh, he saw a Mandalorian and he thought, oh, it's the same guy. But it's obviously not. Oh, but here he is. <laughs> I love how, like, kind of sheepish she goes. And he wasn't a, he was a sharpshooter, not a stormtrooper. <laughs> Wise ass. So, Boba has uh, upgraded the color scheme of his armor. Um, it it looks like how it you know that's like how he looked like originally, like way back when, and he painted it. Um, chapter fifteen, the Believer. So yeah, like the the new paint job on Bubba's um armor um, looks pretty cool. And we get to see the inside of Slave One doing his gyroscope thing. Which I think is pretty cool. And it, we get to see like the um the the uh windscreen is quite length is quite long so actually like in even in the car passenger area you can still look out which i think is pretty cool um like as much as i love my slave one uh lego set from the 20th anniversary collection that came out last year like i'm now looking at it with like an increased amount of fondness because of its return <laughs> I want to know, like, all the way through the episode, Fennec Shand gives Mayfeld the stink eye. And it's like, well, why? Like, it, for, to me, it doesn't make sense. When a joke doesn't land, <laughs> which is hilarious seeing as Bilbo is a comedian. <laughs> Let's make a plan, people. Let's make a plan. <laughs> I like the kind of jungly planet. It this kind of reminds me of um and I know people are gonna hate me for this. Um <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Crystal Skull. Those juggernauts look kinda like those um those tree cutter downer tank things that they that the Russians had in that. Um and the fact it's like a jungly planet. <laughs> So this is kind of setting up a whole thing, which is really clever. 
best best response there. <laughs> this is it. This is how we find out. This is how I'm. This is how I'm going to go in. Another good reference there, little green friend. That courtesy of um, Mayfeld, you know. Same line as uh, Palpatine in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> I love the Juggernauts as like kind of um, an evolution of the clone turbo tank. And these guys, the tank uh, pilots, now using Juggernaut, piloting Juggernauts just with a paint job. Uh, looks pretty cool. Ladies and gentlemen, let's jump on a jump on the car. <laughs> Pretty cool moment. Um she gets to like take out the two troopers in the guys. I mean, it's a it's a tropey kind of thing where someone jumps into a cockpit or jumps into a vehicle, takes out the drivers and then drives the vehicle. I think that's funny where he, where where um Mayfeld just continually ribs Mando. Uh in the in the armor. Um I don't I don't know what's going on. If um Cara Dune is trying to flirt with him or what but if she is trying to flirt with him it ain't working <laughs> I love how uncomfortable Mando seems in this armour and in various shots you can see like how the helmet doesn't exactly fit him so like you can see you see like the like the bottom of his chin um and his jawline as he's talking and the or like the helmet kind of lifts up slightly And this is like this is where it kind of gets really interesting. Like last season, Mayfeld just came across as a really one note character, and like they really go into his, you know, the way he operates, the way his mind works. Um, and like in this in this bit where he's talking to Mando about rules, um, it just seems it just feels like. Okay, there's a hell of a lot more to this character than we initially thought. Um, and the fact that Bill Burr pretty much carries the episode. Um, because he gets a lot of the meat. Like the meaty dialogue here. Um, that shot, the aerial shot of the canyon, that felt very... Um, Jurassic Park to me. Um, 
kind of when the helicopter is going into land on the island um, before they see any dinosaurs. Mando with words of wisdom and uh, <laughs> he really helps boost your confidence, doesn't he? <laughs> I find it interesting how Mando's voice when he comes through the comes through the the helmet is exactly the same as when it comes through his Mandalorian helmet. Um, kind of would have thought they'd have put a little bit of a different kind of um, effect on it for you know different helmets, but I mean it's not a problem. It's just like, huh, interesting. So it sounds like it's common knowledge that the, the, the Empire kind of laid waste to Mandalore. Because um, everyone knows about Alderaan. But, you know, Mandalore being kind of almost a wasteland, thanks to the Empire, you, you know, doesn't seem like it was common knowledge. Um, but uh, other than the fact that um, Mayfeld was uh, in the Empire... So maybe he was there, maybe he saw it firsthand, or, you know, soldiers talk. <laughs> and this is where we find out something isn't right. <laughs> That's a big explosion. <laughs> yep, that don't look good. <laughs> this reminds me of Firefly. Or Serenity so much when the Reaver, the Reavers start chasing the um, this the hovercraft, um, early on in the film, and it's so cool. That's cool as well. Mando just blasting at him and taking one out midair. <laughs> yep. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, things like it's like these these little one-liners from Mayfield really just kind of make you like the character even more. 
Oh, look, even more of these pirates. I wonder what species they are. I don't think we've ever seen them before. <laughs> and this is where Mando just does it like a boss. It's like, right, no, no weapons. Hand to hand it is. So we get to really see, um, I can't, oh, I can't remember the, uh, the stunt guy, stunt, um, performer's name, but the, the guy who does, um, kind of the, the fighting and hand-to-hand -hand stuff really had his work out from here. Um, Imperial, uh, Imperial armor, not as good as Beskar, obviously. Can't even take a hit from a, um, from a stick. <laughs> the aliens kind of remind me of creatures some sort of creature from Buffy or Angel um, just kind of the way they're designed I mean they look very Star Wars but you could just see them kind of going up against Sarah Michelle Gellar <laughs> This is the kind of fight where Mando really hasn't got all of his faculties. Because, I mean, as good as he, a fighter as he is, he's, you know, he also does rely heavily on his armor um, for its protection. And you know, with this, he's taking beat, he's taking hits, and it's probably going to affect him more than it does in the Beskar. I mean, it was so obvious that it was never going to blow up, seeing as you've got the main character on the thing. Although, if they did blow it up and kill Mando, like, God, can you imagine how that would go for Grogu? Oof. <laughs> this bit... Like, he is, Mando is beaten. He is, like, ready to chuck in the towel. You know, if if it all wasn't on the line for him with Grogu, he would totally chuck in the towel here. The fact, you know, he's just looking at him. And he's like, right. Yeah, <laughs> just that deep, heavy sigh. He's like, right, okay, here we go. Let's get ready to fight. And then this, this is one of those weird things where it's like, you are so happy to see the Empire. <laughs> Here we get one of the many scenes of Cara Dune and Fennec Shand stood on a, stood on a clifftop, barely speaking. It's like, what is going on here? <laughs> Why doesn't that, th one of those aliens chucks a thermal detonator and it doesn't blow up? Like, why? <laughs> this bit. This bit. Just Mando. Ooh. No. Everyone's just so happy. To, everyone's like, you are heroes. Nope, never did think I'd be happy to see stormtroopers like that. 
But we're not just seeing stormtroopers. We're seeing shore troopers and stormtroopers. And that's pretty cool. Like, shore troopers are, like, one of my favourite new designs of troopers. You know, from the Disney era. Heroes of the Empire. Yeek! <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> God, imagine how uncomfortable they would both be feeling at this point, like. Yeah, we've, um, we're here to, you know, steal from you. But you know, hey. I'll salute you. I'll shake your hand. <clears throat> Hands up if you know who this guy is. Oh. Valen Hess. Um, I can't remember the actor's name, but he was, he played the Night King in Game of Thrones, which is like, oh, that's cool. And there it is has to scan your face. And it's like, does he? Will he? <laughs> you know, talk about tense. You just... Tension. Oh. It can't scan no Stormtrooper helmet. And you just keep seeing his, his skin underneath. And there he does it. And he's just... And he gets the data. Mayfold sees what he's ready to do. This is where you start to see him. Like, the mission's over, so... The discomfort, the fear... He's got no clue what he's doing. Ugh, Mayfeld coming to the rescue. 
Easter eggs. It's an app. <laughs> oh. oh, Easter egg, but not for Star Wars. The um, film office space and the TPS reports. Brilliant, brilliant line. I wonder if that was a ad lib or um, or written by Rick Famuyiwa. Just a discomfort. Oh, Pedro Pascal just plays. Mando so perfectly without the ma- like without the mask on and like just you know like everything that he believed in is is gone. He's been stripped of that anonymity. He's been stripped of the one thing that keeps him unknown to people, and you know he can't you know he can't just slip his helmet on right now and. Oh, you completely feel for him. So I can't believe um, that in that trailer for The Bad Batch, there is a character who looks amazingly like Fennec Shand. Um, See, that's like, that was like a big shock when um, we got to see that. And here we have the the uh, Quentin Tarantino scene. Just three guys sat around a table talking uh, with such brilliant dialogue. <laughs> oh, Easter egg Operation Cinder. Not only does he know... There's a man who knows his history. No, there's a man who knows his Star Wars. <laughs> Just Mando trying to keep his... Try his face away from... Whoever. You know, he's like... He's already seen your face, man. Oh. Just awkwardness, discomfort. He plays it so well. And it's just amazing kind of character development. More for... You know, this is a character we've been with for two seasons nearly. You know. We're one episode shy of two full seasons with this character. And... You know, the fact that we're kind of getting more and more about him and seeing him differently in different episodes, it's like, it is, it's amazing writing, it's amazing development um, from the creative team. <laughs> it's like the fanaticism of this guy for the Empire is just like, Whoa. And you just see the cogs whirring with Mayfeld. (laughs) And Mayfeld, this is it, he's snapping. 
He's going to snap. You could serious that, you know, just swap out the costumes for whatever location, period, uh, whatever. This could have been something out of Tarantino film. And the fact that Mayfeld just says that to him, look, I never saw your face. Because Mayfeld, you know, it's everything that Mayfeld says, says before. You do what you, you do what you do. That helps you sleep at night. This reminds me of the that episode of um, Resistance, where Kaz is running from the Imperials. No, sorry, the First Order across the sides of buildings, and like you got people blasting left and right. <laughs> Except these guys know what they're doing, whereas Kaz just got lucky. Um, <laughs> I love Slave One. And it's the classic Mando theme as well, which is just great. Here he comes. There's a lot of things that, a lot of looks and moments of Fennec Shan that make you think she's going to betray someone. But would she betray Bubba? <laughs> well, they made it. And this, this just, you know, cements our love for Mayfeld. Just absolutely perfectly. Just, here we go. Oh, look. You can tell he was an Imperial sharpshooter. Oh, as soon as this happened, as soon as you see the ties coming up behind him, you're like, oh, I've got a feeling. And you're like, oh, I know what he's going to do. I know what he's going to do. I know what he's going to do. And then he does it. And it falls and it falls and it falls. And the crowd goes Wild seismic charges. These two, another look of, <laughs> and off they go. It took them long enough for these guys to get changed. 
What's with the Fennec Chan Stinkai all the time? Like, it is... Oh, Rick from you just nailed it so much with Mayfeld this episode that you just, like... You don't want him to go back to jail. You want him to be free. You root for this character. Oh, take a drink, everyone. <laughs> she said the number three, four, double six, seven. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to go. You sure? Because I'm going to go and Mando just, like, nods his head. Why couldn't they give him a lift somewhere? Ah. <laughs> oh. Like, what's, what's Mayfeld going to do now? He's stuck on Morak. Unless he goes back to the Imperial... What's left of the Imperial facility and steals a TIE fighter or two. Oh, and we couldn't just leave it. We've got to go visit Moff Gideon. Why? Because Mando. That's why. Line for line. Exactly what Gideon said to him in chapter 8. He does. Because he cares about him like a father cares for his son. Hmm! Yeah, Muff Gideon does not look happy. Written by Rick Famuyiwa, directed by Rick Famuyiwa. He nailed this episode. Um, you know, for like, kind of like my, my where the way I am kind of like ranking it, maybe scoring it. Um, so Rick Famuyiwa has directed three episodes. And he's written two. Um, but out of the three episodes with his um, involvement, um, two are hits, one's a miss for me. Grant, and that would be the prisoner being the miss. Um, although it has, you know, it's paid off over time the events of the episode, but still, like, it just, granted, I haven't gone back to it, uh, I've not gone back to season one whilst watching this season, um, which I'm probably going to do, because I'm probably going to do a full run-through before Friday, what is it today, it's Monday now that I'm recording this, so I've got time to do it, um, but yeah, like, I wonder if kind of the way that um, episode six has paid off now, I wonder if I'm going to look at it differently. Um, also the same with uh, chapter five. 
uh, which was the Tatooine episode in season one. Um, I mean, I don't, you know, it's, again, not my favourite. It's definitely not in my top five of Mando episodes. But, you know, that's got a lot more... Uh, that resonates more now as well. So I wonder if kind of, like, the... Um, like, seeing kind of how those storylines progress, I wonder if, like, going back and watching season one is going to be, like, you know, those episodes seem better and more important than they do here. I mean, come on, we've got to think about it this way. Filoni, Filoni knows how to, you know, do all killer, no filler. Um, as we saw in season four of Rebels... And, well, to be fair, all the Rebels, I mean, all those quote-unquote filler episodes actually paid off uh, in the long run. So, you know, it's worth it. Um, so I wonder if, you know, kind of doing a full rewatch, like, I mean, how many episodes is this? 15 episodes. <laughs> Duh! I've just watched chapter 15 of The Mandalorian. How many episodes? Um you know, 15 episodes, if, if I watch 15 episodes over the next four days, you know, will those episodes that I don't find as good, you know, seem better for me? Uh, part of me is hoping so, because I'm loving the payoffs from them. Um, so, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see at the end of this week, by the end of this week. Oh, man, I cannot believe we are nearly at the end of season too. Uh, it feels like it's just yesterday that it started again. Um, once again this week, I am going to plead with my wife that uh, I um, uh, I get the morning free on Friday so I don't have to watch Mando. <laughs> no, I don't have to do anything apart from watch Mando because... Uh, I gotta watch that as soon as I can. I really do. <laughs> like, it might, I might just like keep saying it every day and be like, "Yeah, so Friday season finale of Mandalorian, massive episode. Do you think? Can I? Would you mind if? Um, keep Emma upstairs till half nine, please. No, till nine o'clock, please. Uh, <laughs> but we will see." We will see. So, uh, my little friend, what do you think of the episode? I'm going to say that is good. Um, so, yeah, thank you for watching. Uh, sorry, watching? No, thank, oh, thank you for watching along with me, or thank you for listening. Um, and I'll be back uh, with the chapter 16 reaction show on saturday um so yes thank you for listening uh if you have if you haven't already done so please hit that subscribe button and if you have a moment or two please give a rating and review or just rating or review you know uh on your podcatcher of choice because uh, it helps kind of get the show out there a bit more. Um, so there we go. Yes. Thank you once again.
this is the way I have spoken.